20-somethings who are either married or in committed relationships who say their unions are more secure and more honest because they don't believe in monogamy. I just took off my clothes and I had to do it. Talking about swinging, or as it's known now, living in the lifestyle. We're going to have to give you some monogamy. Technically, an orgy requires a minimum of six participants. What about my three-way? This is a new generation of swingers. Waves are coming at you on Friday, Saturday, by Sunday, your nuts gonna be drained. Oh, 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 oh. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Swinging Around, the sex-positive podcast about swinging and sex. I'm Cal. I'm JB. And this is episode 28. So today we're talking about male, actually. Yeah, well, this is an all male bag episode. Or is it an all male sack episode? Okay, that's <laughs> cheesy. I admit it, but that is cheesy. <laughs> I am the queen of cheesy sex jokes. So, <laughs> so before we get into the male bag, um, let's talk about a little bit about other stuff that's been going on with us. Yeah, what do we got for some lifestyle chat today? We recently started a Cassidy profile, so we we've, did. We've talked a lot about um, SLS.com. Because that's where we're signed up, and that seems to be the site that's popular in the Midwest. At least it's a site that has a good number of people in our area, and a good number of events seem to be posted there. So for us, that's the uh, best place to go to be social in the swing lifestyle. Yeah, SLS is the definitely the Michigan swinging site. It's I when when we first a few years ago when we when we first started getting into looking into swinging topics and just looking into swinging how to get into swinging and you know you do what you do with everything nowadays you just google it and mm-hmm. the top the top hit was swing lifestyle yep so of so course that's where, we joined up. that's where we joined up and there's a pretty thriving michigan community there mm-hmm. but there are we we've, we've talked about other websites that are out there and Cassidy is one of them and we've we've had a lot of people tell us oh you guys should check out Cassidy so we signed up and before we actually talk about the website itself, it's interesting how there's definitely regional mm-hmm. regional, regional websites, preferences. regional preferences, because swing. Even though I actually think Cassidy is a better designed website, and I'll get into we'll we'll talk about some specifics in a moment. But you you go through like when you go to look and see who's online and. You scroll through and you get about five profiles before you're out of Michigan. Yeah. And on... although you know maybe we've got a, a pretty good listener base in the Midwestern area, so maybe we can start to change change <laughs> momentum. But then you go to um, Swing Lifestyle and you've got seven pages of profiles before you're out of Michigan. You know, maybe you know, give or take. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not really that much yeah. of an exaggeration. I wonder it's... if part of it goes to longevity of sites. Like, mm-hmm. if SLS is just established before Cassidy. And well, so no, I th- I think it is. Go, that's where you set up. And, and even though we really like Swing Lifestyle, and we're gonna when we're on there, we maintain our profile on there. It's a website that shows its age for sure. Yeah. And it could use a fresh website redesign. It's, I mean, it if makes you would wonder what your pay goes to when you when you become a, a member. It's true. I I don't I mean, know. I know there's server I mean, there's servers. There's there's, sort of there's costs that we're unaware of. But the website, if you were to tell me that that website was designed in 1999, I would believe you. It, it there 
It, and you're just pulling that number out of your your butt, right? Well, like, not really. Like you can remember, like I remember, you know, like old like GeoCities websites and like oh, early yeah. like, no, late I, 90s. I thought you actually knew like when SLS was established. No, I don't know, but okay. I mean, like the web, the the, the, inter- the internet it. has evolved. Websites look more advanced than they yeah. did. Yeah, well, just and... the email client, the way that you have to click for open <clears throat> mail and sent mail and reply and mail. And I, I just... don't want to make this just a whole segment on just dogging on SLS because no, it's functional. It, it's functional. And we we've, use it. We've met. A lot of couples from there, and that's where it's it's definitely our primary. And for the future, for the foreseeable future, will be our primary website, mm-hmm. just because that's where that's where the peeps you, is at. Yeah, you go where the people are, and for our area, that's where that's where it is. Mm-hmm. But so if we so we talk a little bit about Cassidy, though it Cassidy is is. The look it's, and feel is just sleeker. It feels it's like sexier. a modern website. It does. It, it runs more smoothly. I don't know if everybody has this problem, but I know uh, we always have a problem where Swing Lifestyle has problems loading or stuff it's, will hang and so we have to, to refresh. Load, yeah. Although, part of me wonders if that is our internet, although we, we don't have any problems on any other website yeah, at I'd all. Yeah, I'd be curious to know if any but, if- any listeners had problems when with I, that. When time. I do look at um, SLS, the mobile version on my phone through Verizon's network mm-hmm. instead of our home network, it runs more smoothly. But the Cassidy website just looks sleeker, looks sexier. And So how about you go through some of the features that it well, has that are different? The features that I like are... Now I'm like now I'm well, blinking. You can tell, I didn't write all the, I what, didn't write these down. One of the things <laughs> that I remember you telling me because I didn't I didn't peruse it very much, not like you, but you can tell if someone else has looked at your profile. Oh yeah, so, so you, you can, know if you're being you can see who's viewing stalked. Well, who's yeah, you can see who's really stalked, who's viewed but... you, and it's it it functions much more like a social network. Yeah, much more like a Facebook style website mm-hmm. than than. Um, SLS does. Yep. For oh, instance, and I remember when you sign up to, there's a lot more questions that you more specifics well, yeah, you about can, yourself that you can personalize. You can, you, you can make it. There are there's more the stock things that they ask you. There's more. There's many more, so you can be yep. very specific on the yeah. And they're not just like the various open-ended. things that you're into, various fetishes that you yep. might be into, or or just what. So it's simpler to fill out because it's a bunch of check boxes. Check this. Yes. No. But yeah. That. So the social aspects that are pretty cool is that. When you friend somebody, unlike Swing Lifestyle, where I can add somebody as a friend, but they don't know that. Like, I, it's 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 more of just a tracking mechanism for me. I'm able to see mm-hmm. when people that are friended are online. But on Cassidy, it's like Facebook, where when you friend somebody, it notifies them. And I don't believe you actually become friends until they accept. Mm-hmm. I don't think... I'm, I could be wrong about that, but it, so they know that you friend them. At least them notifications, yeah. Because on SLS, you don't know. Like, I could friend a million people that I've never met, and they would have no idea that I have, you know, that mm-hmm. I'm stalking them, that, that they're my friends, <laughs> that I know when they're online. Whereas Cassidy, you know it's it's more of a social thing. There's, when you log on, just like Facebook, there's a, well, not quite, well, yeah, I mean, like like Facebook, there's a chat wall where anybody that you're friends with can write on your wall and mm-hmm. you can you, you know you have that running that running wall that everybody's mm-hmm. uh familiar with with facebook and just just little things like you can send somebody whereas i always thought it was dumb with facebook where you could poke somebody with with cassidy you can send somebody a flirt 
and it's not an actual you don't have to actually email them you yeah, have to come up with a witty a little, email yeah, or a, or a hello it's just in hey we you know it's it's, we, it's in its own way of we saying like, we think you're cute. Yeah, we or, like your profile. There's, mm-hmm. you know, there's something about you guys that we like. Incidentally, I used the poke function in Facebook when I was in college to poke a guy that I thought was cute, and we did eventually end up dating. So the poke, and, the poke serves its function. And if if you, I I noticed that if you if somebody sends you a flirt and you flirt back, like a little icon turns into it's it turns into like a symbol, like you have chemistry. So like you know that I don't know it's just just there's there's little things and one thing I like is that you can there's various there's various um you you can join there's different subsections within the website like I know we joined a we're so there's in, groups yeah there's groups we're into doing Beachbody programs which are workout programs like P90X and mm-hmm. Insanity and there's a Beachbody group that's on that's on Cassidy and so it's just more of a community. And so it's kind of a shame, like functionally, like if the community was there for Michigan, I would make the switch in a heartbeat, but it's not. There's, there's clubs that we go to yeah. that aren't even. It seems like it's just a little bit more modernized for the current social. Oh, it isn't. It's not a little bit. It actually is a, a decent amount. Like I'm like, man, we should have been on here a while ago, but really it wouldn't have done us any good because the community for like, it's, it's only as good as your community. And unless you're willing to travel a, a good ways, yep. then you know, I mean, there there are. I say that there isn't a huge Michigan community. I'm sure there is, but it's just not nearly as large as SLS. Yeah. I mean, if you view all of the Michigan profiles, then or then there's then there's a decent amount. But you know, a lot of times when people are yeah. on, you go and see who's online, like who's yeah. who's engaged in the website, and and that's where you know you really notice the difference. That I mean, no joke for for a string lifestyle. There'll be, you know, five, six, seven pages of individuals who Which are. Which is probably what fifty, sixty couples. Yeah, yeah, so I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure exactly how many are on a page, but, um, on Cassidy, literally, it'll be maybe three, four, five profiles, and mm-hmm. then it moves on to Ohio, and so, for those of you Michigan listeners out there, I know we have, I, I you know, we have a decent amount of Midwestern listeners, and. It, Cassidy definitely is a. I would highly recommend it. It's I mean, worth checking out. We're not being sponsored by them, you know. Maybe, maybe in the future, but right now we don't. You know, we have no affiliation. Just I was pretty impressed with the website, and um, and it's it's definitely 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 cool. And definitely, lo- definitely, definitely, <laughs> little Rain Man over here. <laughs> I I had lost I lost my train of thought for a second so those oh, definitely were just trying to fill the time <laughs> until i thought of my next word and, but, and we should admit that we have a premium account that was free for a year so i don't know if we have features that aren't available for free members oh oh yeah we do we do so we, you might want to make note of that because if somebody joins up for free i well, don't know actually, if they would have the same features that's a good time that to that, that's a good time to mention our actual sponsors behind closed doors because we got our one year free membership to cassidy it's i think it's called an elite membership and I don't remember the differences between a free member and an elite. I think, there, but there's definitely features that are closed off to you if you're not, and I, it might not even be called elite, but whatever is like the the paid membership. Mm-hmm. Um, um, we we get that for free. But for those for so I do want to put a plug in for behind closed doors. Their awesome house party here in Michigan. Look them up on behind SLS. Clo- yep, and they're behind closed doors. Mi dot com. They hold house parties about once a month or so. At their house, they're fantastic, a lot of fun, 
a lot of great sexy looking couples that are there. Uh, the food's fantastic at the beginning. There's a hot tub. There's lots of space. Mm-hmm. Four or five different playrooms, a main showroom, all kinds of stuff. It's it's great fun. It's good for experienced people, and it's good for newbies. Exactly. Exactly. So definitely check them out. But they hooked us up with, since they're a, a authorized club, both on Swing Lifestyle and Cassidy, Cassidy has a deal where if you sign up through Cassidy and you use a uh, promo code, I don't remember, it's something related to Behind Closed Doors or whatever, then you get a free membership. So if you're at a Behind Closed Doors party and you're interested in Cassidy, definitely ask Derek or Amy for one of those cards. But I know that there's profile, or there's um there are walled-off features that are... Mm-hmm not available to paid members or to non non, to non-paid members but we didn't even really spend any time as a free member um so all the features that we're talking about the other i don't know if they're the other feature that's kind of cool or not is although i'm not really that concerned with when i see a picture that it's a it's fake people but cassidy it's kind of a hassle but it's also kind of a neat idea that because you know people are real for sure is that they make you certify yourself so you have to take a picture or if an if another certified elite member says that they know you then you also can become certified but if you for us we they ask you either have somebody who's certified vouch for you Mm -hmm. or you take a picture of yourself and holding a sign with your screen name on there and so then send it in and they verify and authorize that yes this is you and so you have a certified account and there are you'll see accounts on there that are non-certified and it's 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 kind of an added layer like this is these are real people although on i will have to say that on sls i never really thought oh these are fake people yeah i didn't think of it as being like that catfishing kind of yeah because unlike unlike i don't think i guess that's what it's protecting you from though yeah i i i mean swinging is you know swing websites are gonna can be at, can be at risk for these things as well, but mm-hmm. it's a much smaller community where I wouldn't be as concerned as you would on maybe something like Facebook that it's not a yeah. a real profile. Yeah, but there's still always the potential that it, you're a couple and you're going to meet up with another couple, but it turns out to be a serial killer instead. I guess they're just trying to give you a sense of security. But that so so that is another benefit, to, or you know, another feature of of Cassie that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we're going to continue to maintain our two profiles and hopefully i i want to see the michigan the michigan uh presence presence yeah, on cassidy nice. grow so also you know I, I, i've had the baby now so we're getting back into swinging and we've been to parties but the one thing we haven't done and i'm kind of missing is going on a date with another couple and that's one of the first things that we we've done that quite a few times when you're just starting to find another couple that you want to start swinging with and I miss that. So we're starting to get back to being like on the prowl where you're having emails back and forth with couples. And I forgot how much work it takes. It's yeah, quite a, a bit of work. It's a lot, it's of, a lot of maintenance. And it's, um, yeah, and you, you actually don't even do much of the looking up on SLS. That's usually me. And then I'll find a couple that's that. We... Yeah, I let you do the prowling. <laughs> So, and you have a decent idea I mean, it's, it's, of what kinds of guys I like. So, most and of the you're prof- picky. Most of their profile pictures are the women anyway. So, you know, it draws, yeah, it it draws really the much, guys in. It doesn't do me much good. I'm not attracted to women. So, Although I will say, for since I do, I am cognizant that, you know, you're a, you're a straight woman. And you're actually not even really into the girl-on-girl play. So, when I'm looking at these profiles, I do need to keep you in mind. So, a sexy woman is what I want to see. But also, I do... 
it, it, there's so many profiles that just have the woman and no picture of the guy, and so that's kind of annoying when I'm like, yeah, because I I can't really rule them. I mean, you can't rule them in. You can't, you can't rule, them, rule in. them out. And you know, if you can email and say, hey, can, are there pictures of the guy or whatever? But I would I would advocate for people to put. Like, if you're signed up as a couple, put both the guy and the girl, and we've had the discussion, face fix, face pics versus non-face pics, and we're of the mindset that put your face pics on there, because you're, you're already on a swinging website, so who, whoever's gonna see you, they're on there too, so you don't have to, but that's a debate, we've, we've, yeah. we've already, some, some people still disagree we've already that, had that. You feel what you feel, and you're comfortable with whatever But I think that, it, you should, but at least put both. If a you're signed up, both put a put a body there. picture at least yeah. of. Because I feel like you're the, hiding something if you don't. Well, no, I think it's. I don't think people do it purposely. I don't think you're, you're right. hiding it's, it. I it's mean, not consciously done. But kind of. In a way, you're hiding the man. Show well, us well, you're the definitely man. hiding him. I think you're marginalizing the man, or you're, who yeah, who cares that's about a good way to put who it. cares about the man, but for hey, the cock is important. <laughs> I care for, about the man. For a couple like us, a straight couple, the who. The female and the couple actually isn't into bisexual play, really. The, seeing the guy is important because we wouldn't want to move mm-hmm. forward with anything until we can see a guy. So if there isn't a guy's picture and we're interested in the profile, then we're going to request mm-hmm. them to see a picture of the guy. And I feel like even for couples that have bisexual women or bi-curious women, you'd think they'd still want to see the man because, I mean... Unless they're only going to play with the other woman, if the man's going to be involved at all, you'd think they'd at least want to see him. Yeah, I agree. And maybe you know, maybe he is somewhat marginalized because they'd spend maybe eighty or ninety percent with the other woman. But if there's even ten percent with the man, you'd want to be I have mean, that chemistry. I think I think the mindset is is that you just want to show off your best assets. I mean, your profile is you scantily clad. You know, but that's... you're on it, and you're. <laughs> well, I'd say I'm you've not, got quite the assets. I'm not on our profile picture. You don't, you're not, I'm not, you have to click on our profile oh. and see the, but that's what I mean though. I mean, you're, I mean, I know the so goods. So you put out the bait. I know what the goods are. People snag the bait and then they see what comes with it. Exactly. So, but, it, but I think a lot of times people are, so they want to just to get that bait out there that they don't even bother putting up the other, the other half, yeah, but they're signed up as a couple. So we want to see both. It's mm-hmm. important to see both. Yep. So yeah, so. So we're on the prowl. We're on the prowl. <laughs> yeah, I mean we've we've talked to quite a few couples, but I don't know. I just if I don't know if schedules just haven't made well we matched up or there's there's been couples that we've talked to where it's kind of like there's been a few back and forth and then it's tailed off or we had a, we had a couple who was going to come over. It was it was kind of exciting because they were from out of state and they were just in town for a little while and they saw our profile and they contacted us. We had a uh, decent amount of back and forth. They seemed cool. And so it was going to be kind of, uh, you know, a one night sw- swinger thing because they were going to be mm-hmm. moving. So it was going to, we were going to, we knew that we would have only hung out with them the one time and whatever happened, happened. And then they were going to be moving to DC, I believe. But right, I think a couple days or the week that we were going to hang out. Yeah, uh, I think a day or two it before. It fell apart. Through. They, they weren't able to, I mean, we can relate now. They, they're, they had babysitter issues and so it just kind of fell apart. And so that was a little disappointing though, because it was going to be the only time we really could hang out with that particular couple. Yeah. But that, that was also part, part of the allure of hanging out mm-hmm. with them is that. We didn't know hey, if we'd end up like doing anything with them or not. It might've just been a sexy night with drinks and that was it. Or it could have been a sexy night with yeah. drinks and a lot I mean, more. I mean, you never know. It could be, you know, whatever, you know, wherever the night takes, takes you, which is, you know, the fun of it. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing we wanted to mention is we have set up a phone number we have for a phone people number. to come in. Now, it's It goes straight to voicemail for Swinging Around. 
The number is 415-7-SWING-7. And we just set it up so you guys can call in, leave comments, send us some sexy voicemails, uh, whatever you would want. We'd, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, well, and give we us would... your best orgasm moan or give us a story. Just ask a question. It's just another way for you to reach out. And if the audio quality is reasonable and you don't sound like you're underwater, we'll play it on the air if you want. Yeah, even, well, I don't think if they want. I mean, I think that's kind of the point. I mean, no, I mean, we'll, we'll be happy to listen to anything. Yeah, unless they ask us not to, I suppose. Assume well, yeah. we will play it unless you don't want it. Yeah, to. yeah, call in and call in and the general idea is that we're going to play these and it'll be part of our, like, we're going to, this episode is right now is going to be a listener mailbag episode, but if you call in and you have a question and... You and instead of writing and you call in, then we can just play that and talk about it, and it would be a little bit more engaged, even more with the listeners. Because mm-hmm. reading an email is cool, but listening to a voicemail from somebody's even cooler. Yep. So, so again, if you want to call in and leave a comment or a question, definitely do that, and make sure that if you don't, if that you use a alias if you don't want your actual name used, or don't for sure don't use your last names. I mean, I guess use what you're comfortable with, but there's mm-hmm. no need to use a last name. And yeah. a first name is pretty, pretty, um, pretty safe. Pr- pretty safe, but you know, go all the way to using an alias if if you want to, and then yep. you for sure are safe. So, so again, that number is four one five seven swing seven. When you call in, you'll hear JV's sexy voice. That's right. I did the recording on that. Enticing you to uh, leave a good message. Yep. Rawr. So we're 20 minutes in. I think we should get to our, our mailbag. Yeah, definitely. So with that, let's move on to some mail. Master, I have mail for you. So the first thing that we've got on is there. we had an anonymous comment on our blog that uh, we thought we should read and just kind of speak about. Do you want to go ahead, Kel? Yeah, yeah, and this one wasn't an email. Like JB said, it was left on the blog. We don't get many comments on the blog, which is fine. We'd comments love are... to get more comments, though, we, and we more would like action to get more... on our Facebook. Well, the comments are just public. Uh, emails come to us. I mean, I guess they're getting to be public because we're going to read most of them now. But if you want to leave a more public comment, then you can go ahead and go to swingingaround.com. Well, it might be a good opportunity to start engaging with other swingers. So if you use it, if you... You post your comment in a public forum, then other swingers can respond as well, besides just us. Yeah. So this is in response to a earlier episode, and this is from Anonymous, and they say, It's interesting that you would classify a couple who gives swinging a try, but then stop, drop out as flaky. Would you classify someone who tried Indian cuisine once, but then decided it wasn't for them also flaky? Seems like there's some swinger privilege arrogance going around. So that's... That's, that's a legitimate... That's some criticism, uh, criticism, and it's definitely legitimate because I remember us saying that because it you there is that air of flakiness, but sometimes flakiness, and I think we use it in a in a connotative sense, but it doesn't necessarily flaky doesn't necessarily have to be. It's just it doesn't have to be negative. I mean, I guess maybe the maybe the the flaky isn't the right term. Yeah, and I think I was the one who said it, and. Me, when I use the word flaky, I'm usually meaning it in terms of somebody who just doesn't know what they want and they're wishy-washy, I think is a better way to say it. And in this particular episode, I actually don't think that a gr- person who tries swinging and then decides it's not for them is wishy-washy. I think it's just, you, if it's not for you, it's not for you. So um, if if that's how I use the term flaky, then I shouldn't have used it, to be well, honest. Well, I mean, and, and, and we're growing and we, you know, there's not a... 
you know, not every t- time that we say something, it's the smartest thing that ever has been said. <laughs> I, I would I would wager that at least ten times in every podcast, I say something stupid. So, it, and you sometimes know. you have to get over your own biases. I mean, yes, we you should definitely be able to try anything out and then not like it. But as somebody who's in the community, if you know you see people and you're like, oh, only saw them once, they were in and out, and there is sort of a sort of. A, yeah, you might think, oh, it's not for them, or you might think, well, they just don't get it. Like, I don't know. It's yeah, like... yeah, and so I don't think it's the right mindset to have to think of those an individual like that as flaky, and so I think that that opened that made us reevaluate. Yeah, the what what, what we talked about Absolutely. on the show. So thank you, anonymous, for calling us on our shit. Appreciate <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. So this one's going way back. This is from I think this is from tw- uh, 2012. One of our earliest emails. And we pretty much have responded to all of these. We've we've responded to all these emails to these people, so they haven't been waiting around for a year for yeah. our response. We're just now getting into it on the show. But this is from Tiffany, and she writes, Hello, Swinging Around Crew. I just wanted to thank you for your honest and informative podcast. I hope there's more to come. My wife and I have just been wanting to check out a swingers club here in South Florida, and we finally did on Saturday. It was amazing. As soon as we walked in, we felt extremely comfortable. We were a little concerned about being a lesbian couple, but there was nothing to worry about at all. We met an awesome couple who immediately who immediately offered us a tour and friendly advice about the club. Although we didn't play in the back room this time, we're certainly going to next time when we go back. Hey, Tiffany, if you're listening, let us know how things went if you've gone back a second time. Yeah, that's true. Please follow up. Yeah. Uh, what's... Oh, you helped us get an idea of what to expect and spark some good before you go conversations. Keep up the great work and thanks. So yeah, definitely, Tiffany, follow up on that. How did it go? Are you, are you still, still going? Is that, you know, if you had a good time, good experiences, we'd love to hear. Mm-hmm. And are you comfortable being lesbians? Does that continue to be okay for you? Well, that is something I can't think of any time where I've actually seen, uh, uh, a pure lesbian couple. Uh, uh, well, or a homosexual couple at a, uh, either either men or women at a party. I think I think you get girl and girl action, but this they're is not definitely from the a same topic. Couple. Talking about talking about um, same sex couples is definitely a good right for its own show. But there's every there's a clear known bias against hom- mm-hmm. homosexual males in the swinging community. Yep. There are the subgroups that are open to homo um, sexual encounters and and even the presence of homosexual males. But I think everybody knows that the bisexual unicorn, bisexual female is coveted in the lifestyle. And so, but you still don't see very, I haven't even, I, you don't see any lesbian couples, or at least I, I don't, I have Not that I've been aware of, no. So, but again, we're in a, we appreciate hearing about it. Yeah. And again, we're we're in a small subset here in Michigan. Well, not small, but, um, so yeah, that was, that's from Tiffany and definitely follow up with us if you're still listening. So this next email is from Daryl from Wisconsin, and he writes in, Hey, Cal and JB, how about have listeners send in the strangest or funniest things they've heard at a swinger party? Last weekend at a party, I heard a man tell down to his wife, Hun, hurry up and finish him off. His wife is ready to leave. Some things just make you smile. Yeah, that's, that's you know, it is those those little things that are funny that those of us in... The sexual communities, swinging communities, you just the things that 
you hear and see it that just makes you giggle the like, normal and finish him off she's ready to leave yeah yeah I mean, you know somebody saying that to their wife just the normal population just doesn't doesn't ever hear those things and doesn't and so it's just very funny yeah you know, those things that just make you laugh and then he yeah. uh he followed up after we responded um asking have you meaning me and cal seen the youtube video swingers versus vanilla it's a spoof off a computer commercial and funny as hell and we actually did watch it. It's funny. It is funny. It's like it's a spoof on those uh, the Mac versus PC. Yeah, the Mac versus PC. And so they have the cool, suave, swinging couple and the single, monogamous guy. And it's it's pretty funny. It's short. I think it's only like like a minute and a half. Yeah, it's not long. It's funny. It's, it's worth funny. A look so up. yeah, just check out just um check out Swingers versus Vanilla on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And and thanks, Daryl. Yeah, thanks, Daryl. So this next email is from Sheila, whom you might remember from John and Sheila, whom we interviewed. Our uh, first Swinging on the Lifestyle interview. Yep. Before we even declared it as, before we even called it that segment, Swinging Around the Lifestyle. Yep. So she, Sheila's they a friend the, of the they podcast. They the interview cherry. They did. They popped it. <laughs> so she she writes in all the time, but we, we picked a couple of her emails that we thought we'd share with the listeners. So Sheila writes in saying... Polly, meaning polyamory, definitely snuck up on us, and since we didn't know what the hell we were doing, we were in a relationship before we knew what we had done. I do agree with you that eight years into our relationship, I don't think either of us could have imagined an actual love affair with a third person. Who knows? Maybe we just got incredibly lucky, or unlucky, I guess, it depends on your perspective, and it would never happen again, or maybe it was a maturity of the relationship, not to say that yours isn't, but more... But the more that we'd been together for so long that we'd opened up to the possibility. Maybe it was a secret longing for each of us. Or we were both restless. It would be an interesting show if you guys could cobble together a bunch of people who have been or are in a poly relationship. Maybe get emails that you read or do a series of five-minute interviews with them all. And try to find a reason why some people gravitate to that kind of lifestyle and others while swingers have no interest in a relationship with others. It would be a hell of a lot of work for you guys, but a very interesting show. Well, have a great time at your party. This is your coming out of skin party, we hope. I believe this email was from just after I had the baby. Um, full swap is the best. We don't mind anything else. But for me, the hottest thing in the world is watching my sweet man pleasuring a pretty lady. Oh, my God. Well, now I need a cold shower. Yeah, that email was in response to our to our episode um, discussing polyamory and other non-monogamous relationships yeah and so it's interesting how she said they were in a poly relationship before they even knew that they were in a poly relationship like it it developed without them intending for it to develop yeah it just organically uh matured as a relationship and i think that they they go into that in more detail actually in the yeah, interview episode yep. and it is interesting be and it's 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 interesting from our vantage point because we aren't looking for a pilot no we kind of and we talked about this in those previous episodes we we have that door being closed but it's got a little crack in it where this sort of thing to develop like it developed without us seeking it like yeah the door is closed meaning that we're not going to intentionally seek out a poly relationship it's not something that either of us really desires but if it happened it happened meaning it it would be fulfilling an unmet need that we didn't realize was there i think of it as the tablet when an iPad first came out, I thought it was ridiculous. I didn't think anybody would need it. I thought it was unnecessary. Who would want it? Who would need it? What need was was the tablet fulfilling? 
We have three. Yeah, we have for three. For a household of two. We're using all three well, right now while we recorded this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it just goes to show that sometimes you have an unmet need that you don't realize is there. Yeah, it's it just, like like I said, I think our, the relationships just sort of grow organically. And then before you know it, you're like, well, I guess this is happening. <laughs> and it would be, as she mentioned, it would be fun to have a uh, poly show and Absolutely, and we don't have experience with that. So, as one of our other listeners has pointed out, if you don't have experience in it, don't talk about it. We'll get to that. But for those of you listeners who do have experience in a poly relationship, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to share your experiences, either in an interview or if you'd prefer to re- remain a little bit more anonymous, we can uh, chat through email. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But um, we would like, you know, like like you just said, it would be cool that to get a a, a show where you know we we do do a, a series of shorter interviews or a <laughs> or a long and you know just ex- expand that and talk get a different a different perspective other than just strictly swinging, mm-hmm. which is what we are familiar with and it's the group of people that we typically hang out with and so that's what we gravitate towards but we want to recognize other other lifestyles. But yeah, broadening that that would be very cool and. We'll see what we can do in the future. Mm-hmm. So here we have a second email from Sheila. And this one, I believe, was in response to... Oh, it was in response to our Halloween episode. Yep. So actually, this is a very recent email. Um, en- enjoyed your last episode as usual. The whole having sex together thing in a crowd of people doing doing anything else is so fucking hot. One of our favorite things in the world. You guys were talking about throwing a party at your place, and we found spring to be a great time to have a party. After a long, cold winter, people are usually ready to play, and spring fashions lead to some very easy disrobing. We always do an Island Desires party in May. Stay sexy, Sheila. Sheila, that sounds like a great idea, and we'll be thinking about it for this spring. Yeah, that it- Although I wouldn't mind if it was still somewhat chilly because then we can use the hot tub and the nipples will be nice and out there, you know, like <laughs> maybe maybe an April party, early April party. But uh, and and in, in in response to the first part of your email, like we talked about in our Halloween episode, having sex in front of a crowd when the crowd is doing something else and you're the ones having sex, it is to quote you, it is so fucking hot. Mm-hmm. And yeah, a spring party it would definitely be fun. I think I think we... we're gonna have to have sex after recording this episode because I'm already getting turned on. <laughs> but we should definitely figure out when we want to do a party because I I think I think we're both looking forward to it. But <clears throat> absolutely, we recognize the challenges with trying to throw a party with with um the baby with a little one mm-hmm. and. And our house isn't, I mean, we have a nice area in our in our finished basement for a party, but it's not set up for a big party like the behind closed doors area. So well, we've had to, we're, we're not going to be having a 50, 60 couple party like behind closed doors does. I mean, I we, mean, we, we would probably have 10 couples. It would get pretty crowded if we had that many couples, but we could have, we could probably easily fit 20 couples in here. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we've, we've talked about, we actually were talking about this yesterday, would we have a party like behind closed doors where it's kind of an open invitation on SLS where we, you know, I don't think that we would throw parties enough to make ourselves a club, but where you throw, where you just send out an invitation saying, Hey, all swingers, we're having a party. The first 60 couples or whatever who to sign up can not 60 or first, you know, 30 or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Or do we want to make it more intimate and have 
10 couples that we really enjoy hanging out with and that make it more of a fun I think I'm leaning party. towards somewhere in between where we have a couple of couples that we know and maybe a couple of couples that we're interested in that are prospects yeah. or a couple of couples that we think other couples that we're friends with would be interested in. So we'll we'll keep everybody informed once we when when we actually get around to throwing a party, you guys will be the first to know. Well, maybe not the actual first, people at the party will be the first, but mm-hmm. you'll definitely be able to hear You're all here. about it. So this uh, next email is from Fun and Sun, Ohio, and they say, Hey guys, we are a couple who are are relatively new to this and love the podcast. Well, at least the first three episodes. I actually wouldn't consider us in the lifestyle, but we love doing sexy things. We love putting on a webcam show on AFF. Adult Friend Finder. We went to Desire in, in June 2011 and have planned a trip for Desire Pearl in June 2013. This is old. Yeah, it's an older, so how was the June 2013 <laughs> Yeah, right back in, trip? fun in Sun, Ohio. Our Desire trip was a real eye-opener for us. We weren't surprised or shocked by the resort. Neither of us had been to a swingers function or a nudist resort, but we were shocked at how friendly and nice we met. people we met were. Now, that may have been because they wanted to have sex with us, but nonetheless, they were extremely nice. <laughs> I don't think that's the case. No, Swingers no. are nice, just be nice. Anyway, once we returned from this trip, we had to plan another. Unfortunately, Desire isn't cheap, and we can't afford to go every year. We feel you there, but it's still fun. And then they write, PSS, we are one of those couples who don't post pictures of our faces on social sites. We are both pretty public in our communities, and it would have negative repercussions. So that was in response. That last PS was in response to... Our previous episode. Our previous episode, which we yeah. were just talking about earlier, where it's episode the, three. the the face the face on profile pics mm-hmm. uh, discussion. I've realized I'm horrible at reading these things. <laughs> yeah, you almost you you need to rehearse to really have it come out smooth and smooth and nice sounding. But well, you're, you're giving me a weird look. No, I'm not. I don't mean to. Oh, you're giving me like you sound like you've got a cough coming. Oh yeah, I <clears throat> I haven't been feeling that great lately, so. Um, if I sound deep and raspy, just think of it as a sexier, sexier <laughs> cow mm. coming at ya. <laughs> so this next one is from Jenny. Hi there, Cal and JB. I wanted to start by thanking you for your podcast and your openness and honesty. <clears throat> Excuse me. I just started listening and have at this point listened to a handful of episodes. My husband and I have never swapped before, attended a party, or even met up with another couple for this purpose. He has been trying to get me to do this for eight years now. We've been married for ten, and we almost divorced over this issue. We decided to stay together and work things out, and everything has been amazing the past couple of years. I thought once we had a kid that his desire might go away, but I was just kidding myself. Probably about nine months after the baby, he brought the subject up again. This time he finally found my price, what I, was, what I wanted enough to agree to his wants. Then he was deployed halfway across the world for work for six months, and since we were apart, we couldn't do anything other than talk about sex that whole time. It really heightened our excitement and anticipation. Toward the end of the six months, we signed up on one of the swinger sites and have been chatting with a few other couples. I'm finally into and excited about this and looking forward to our first meeting with another couple and a Halloween party next month. The hitch is that we also want to start trying for baby number two, ASAP. And after listening to some of your episodes about your pregnancy, I'm kind of freaking out. 
I was finally getting used to the idea of swinging, after all these years of being so against the idea, and now I feel like the timing couldn't be worse because I'm just going to make other people uncomfortable when I'm already barely comfortable myself. Any advice? Sincerely, Jenny. So I'm going to point that one to you. Well, first of all, thanks, Jenny, for writing in and being so open and honest about your relationship and the uh, struggles that you've been through with your husband over the last 10 years and kind of coming to terms with the lifestyle. I think it's a really interesting story that you have. And second is, man, I really don't want to freak people out when it comes to swinging. So I apologize for freaking anyone out. Um, when I was... When we were trying to get pregnant, and when I actually was pregnant for the first uh, three to four months, nobody knew I was pregnant. So there was no concern about making anyone uncomfortable because we didn't mention it, and no one you couldn't tell I was pregnant, and no one said anything. Well, and we also so, so we there was really no concern. To play with other couples either. We, we just enjoy attending the party, so we weren't really yeah trying to play. I mean, knowing that I was <laughs> not. Uh, on any form of contraceptive, we were extremely careful not to allow any man's jizz anywhere near me because we just didn't want that possibility, that risk, that question about, you know, who the father is. That wasn't, you know, that was not something we wanted to think about. So when we were meeting with other couples, we just set up our rules that we're not going to full swap or, you know, no coming near JB, anything like that. And that was fine. We didn't have to explain to other couples, oh, we're trying to get pregnant because I think maybe that would make them uncomfortable. But we just didn't mention it, and, and there's no problem. Then, once I was pregnant, we decided it's probably not a good... Once I was starting to show, I should say, we decided it's probably not a good idea to go to any swinger events. And that was our decision, but I think, you know, everybody's a little bit different, and so had you, you know, if you were to be pregnant, a few months pregnant, and still go to something, more power to you if you're comfortable. So you have to kind of just feel out what your comfort level is about for that sort of thing. So... You know, I would say if you're trying to get pregnant, don't let that dissuade you from also getting into the lifestyle. If it's taking you this long to become comfortable with it, you need to stay with that and keep that momentum. Pursue those couples that you've been talking to and strike up a relationship. Get that going now so that once you are pregnant or starting to show, you can continue to kind of check in with those couples you've met. And then once you have the baby, bam, you've got someone else to get in and start banging. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely good, good thoughts there. And so the word of the show is definitely. <laughs> I guess I'm saying that a bunch today. <laughs> um, but yeah, just, I would just echo that. And we had a whole episode, I believe, in July. I don't remember what, exactly what episode it was, but we had a whole episode talking about us going to a party when you were showing and, and oh i was like two it was like two weeks before <laughs> i was due i was more than just showing i was like clearly ready to pop and yeah that was a little it was fun and awkward at the same time we knew people who were at the party and so it was fun just to see them and to be in a flirtatious adult atmosphere but it was very clear that other couples didn't know what to do with us yeah it was it was it was we hadn't been to anything in a while and so we got invited to this party and it was enjoyable but it was kind of, I I would say it was kind of awkward. I would say awkward, but I don't know that anyone was uncomfortable. I think it was just awkward. And, well, as I mentioned in that episode, it threw off my mojo, too, because I didn't have you yeah. to, like, bounce off. Like, like we couldn't flirt, like, as a couple. We have a, a little rapport. We couldn't, yeah. It kind of threw off, it threw me off. So, but, yeah. And also, just to echo what you said earlier, just be clear about what you're comfortable with mm-hmm. when you're 
trying to conceive or when you're in the period where you're yeah. not on birth control. Now, just... You don't have to tell people that that's why you're comfortable with what you're comfortable. You can just say, this is what we're comfortable well, yeah, with. Just... Bam. They don't have to know that you're trying to conceive. Yeah, just we're not, we, even if maybe a couple who knew you as a full swap couple and if you've stopped because you're trying to conceive or whatever, you know, just we've backed off. We're a soft swap for now or whatever. You don't have to explain yourself. Mm-hmm. You, but... you don't have to answer to anybody in the lifestyle. It's up to you and what you want to do. Mm-hmm. But it is it is interesting the concessions or the, the 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 things that you have to concern yourself with when it does come to pregnancy because we know a lot of a lot of listeners out there already have kids and they're maybe decided that that they're not still having that they're not going to have any more but for us we're a, we're a, fertile we're a little younger and we're still we're in that family planning family family um. Family making mode. Family making mode, and it there are various concerns because we have, like we mentioned, we've half full swapped because I've full swapped, but right now we don't want you to go on birth control because I I'm not sure we've talked about this, but I think I've mentioned it. We don't want you to go, or yeah, we don't want you to go on birth control because you're still breastfeeding. We're trying to use, um, use formula as little as possible, and birth control is known to decrease milk supply and so we have had the opportunity to have you full swap but we're just not willing to take that risk mm-hmm. but oral is fine yep. you know you're although we did decide that i could full swap with a man who's been clipped <laughs> and that unfortunately <laughs> that decision happened after we'd played with the couple with the man who had the vasectomy so <laughs> yeah yeah and afterwards i was like damn why didn't i think of that yeah because <laughs> i think it's it would be acceptable risk to have somebody who's had a vasectomy still wear a condom. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that that's a fairly safe bet. I mean, yeah, yes, I mean, give, as long as the vasectomy wasn't new, because there's still if it's within three months, you could still. Well, you're yeah, not firing blinks yet, but it's got to be older. But um, there's just there's just those various consider you know there's those serious considerations you have to think about when you are in a family planning mode. But don't let that stop you. If you don't want it to, from doing what you really want to do. If you want to swing, then then swing. If you want to be a part of the swinging community, but not even swing at all, just go to a party and you know show off your your exhibitionist side or your mm-hmm. voyeur, your voyeurism side, and you don't have to withdraw from the community the community as a whole just because you are in baby making mode. Yeah, absolutely. Or just because you're pregnant, you don't have to withdraw completely. You can still stay around and chat people up and. Well, maintain your relationships and maintain We're not your quite ready to have baby number two, so I withdraw completely before. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Cal. <laughs> you do withdraw completely. So, thanks again, Jenny, for the email. It's that email is a couple months old now, so let us know if you attended the Halloween party and how it went. Give us give us some follow ups. Yeah. And if maybe there's some baby news. <clears throat> so, this next email is from Run Silent, Run Deep. And he writes, Hi guys, I enjoyed the episode on kinds of non-monogamy, as usual. May I make a constructive suggestion? During a lot of the episode, you struggled as you discussed kinds of non-monogamy that you don't practice yourself, such as polyamory. Best wishes, keep the episodes coming. Yeah, you know, it is tough to talk about things that you're not familiar with. It is. the Part of the point of that episode was us just educating ourselves. We had recently read through Tristan Terramino's opening up and it really was kind of an eye opener for us to other 
the other sexual communities out there, polyamory, other non-monogamous yeah. relationships. Our, our intent for that episode was not to be educational because we don't know enough to educate anybody else. It was well, more like our own thoughts or perspectives. Yeah, it was kind of a twofold. As we listen, as we had read the book. Although, so yeah, it was twofold. It was us discussing the book, discussing, and then the next episode we actually did was discussing the types of non-monogamy. But it was more of a learning experience for us, discussing these types, how we feel about them, things we found fascinating about the the various styles of polyamory mm-hmm. and the various, the all the configurations and the V's and the W's and the, all the letters. Um, <laughs> but I... I prefer to stick to the P's. I recognize and take the criticism, though, because we aren't able, you know, my phrase, I talk about this a lot in terms of show planning and balancing balancing our sharing personal experiences versus just discussing a topic that we find fascinating and even if we don't have much experience and balancing that mm-hmm. personal experience with just an academic viewpoint where you're learning about something and and we and we talk about that a lot when we're trying to plan shows and is this going to be too boring or do we not have enough personal experience and the way we approach this show is we approach it as a learning experience for you and I as as well as trying to be entertaining and yeah and educational I think sometimes. A, for a lot of our episodes are you and I talking at each other and growing, and the listeners get to listen to that and grow along with us. But I do. I started to say this, and and I didn't quite get this 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 um this thought out there. But I do recognize that it we are limited, and we can't talk about certain subjects, polyamory being one, mm-hmm. with the knowledge and the experience of a couple that is in that. And so that's why going back to the email that um, Sheila sent, where it would be really fun to get other people on the show who have different viewpoints and different Absolutely. different experiences. And, and those are things that we're working on, and we're going to try to get those shows out for you. But hopefully, we enjoy learning about new things, and so hopefully it's not too boring to... Mm-hmm. Tell tell the listeners to listen to us learn about new things and go through them and and educate and I know that there's going to be listeners out there who have more or less experience than us and just come along the journey with us. Yeah, and now if we are saying something because we're completely ignorant about it because we don't know enough about a subject, correct us. We'd well, love yeah, to. Yeah, call us yeah, out please. on our shit for sure. Exactly, call us out if we get something completely wrong. And speaking of calling us out, there's a second part of this email um, from Run Silent Run Deep. Yep. And he says, the last thing I would say is, if you have experienced something, then you do have an informed opinion that you can offer. But if you haven't, then, well, you don't. Have an informed opinion, it is. You can always say so briefly and move on quickly. And that's true. I mean, if you don't know what you're talking about, don't uh, sit there and struggle to try and talk about it. And yeah. I think sometimes we do get stuck in little eddies of conversation <clears throat> on things that we're speculating on. And we do. So but that, that's an area that maybe we could do some this improving is- on. Well, this so is, thank you. This is yes, thank you very much for the criticism. We always welcome it, and we get a lot more emails about people who like the show and writing it with questions, and we love those. But also, we want to hear. We we want to improve the show and improve our content and improve our knowledge. So definitely, if we get something wrong, or if we didn't get it right enough, mm-hmm. then definitely let us know. Just don't tear us a new one, please. <laughs> Be nice. <laughs> so actually, there was something I was. Well, we'll, we'll move on. There was a, there was a thought that I there was something I was gonna talk about nah, i completely lost a thought that so I i'll move on and the next email we got is from jason and he writes hi guys i just wanted to let you know that i'm enjoying your podcast i've listened to pretty much every lifestyle related podcast out there and i think yours is near the top as far as my tastes go 
I like that you all have a younger perspective on things, and your approach to the show is unique. You both have cool personalities and some of the easier-to-listen-to voices in podcast land. So keep up the good work, you two, and best of luck with your new kid that's on the way. I look forward to hearing about your adventures when you're back on the scene full-time. Thanks, Jason. Yeah, thanks for the email, and hopefully you have enjoyed listening to us. So this next email is from Pop and Lock. It's actually Pop and Lock 69. <laughs> nice yeah. name. It, it, there's a song like that. There's that Pop and Lock song, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's pretty popular in the clubs. And you better <laughs> believe I, I Pop and Lock it. We, we are we are white in the clubs. It's popular <laughs> in the clubs. The place where people go to dance. In the clubs. <laughs> So I wear my apple bottom jeans with the furs. Is that the whole club I don't is looking think, at her? That's not the song. I don't even think that's the pop and no, lock it's, song. No, it's not, but now that song's in my head. That is from Bring Back 2007 right there. That's um, Get Low. Yeah. Get Low, Low, Low. Yeah, low. it is. It is. I'm not going to bother start singing on this podcast. Actually, <laughs> Let's read it, the email. Is it Get Low? I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, that's but it. We're trying to bring back some, some early 2006, 2007 <laughs> <laughs> uh, music there. So... Pop and Lock 69 writes, Callan JB, we recently found your podcast and love it. Hopefully you guys keep them coming. We are also from Michigan. We enjoy listening to them together. We are kind of new, but not really. Let's just say we are wanting to take the next step. We're very interested in attending a hotel party or house party. We've never been to one. I would just like to get some advice. If you guys are not too busy, hope to hear from you guys. So we've we've had some back and forth contacts with Pop and Lock sixty nine. So we've already sort of addressed them, but I think maybe and we've already talked about um, advice a, for a, a party. Advice, yeah. I mean, that. But could do be you have it's, anything it's, new you want to add to that? That could be or? a whole episode in and of itself. But I, I think well, we have had a whole episode. I know on. exactly. But to summarize it in a nutshell, my suggestion would be to locate a nearby party, sign up for it, and then. Identify couples that have also signed up for that party and start to try and make some friends with them well, so guess, that you have some familiar faces when you go. The And that's great advice. The, I would say, too, it's we we can't dis, discount the major step it takes for a couple to even sign up for a oh, swing website. So it's before you can deal. find a club, before you know, you said find a club, find somewhere to go, meet some couples. Yeah, but I made kind of a big leap there. you got to take – it's a big step to sign up for a sign up for a profile and to make that and to take that leap and to jump into this world that you don't know anything about that's intriguing. And so that's the first step. And and I would say take it slow because you need to stop and go through your rules and figure out what you want, what you don't want. and Or, you know, some couples skip all of that and just dive right in and they do just fine. And we learned that from watching Playboy's Swing. I mean, some couples are just like, we've never done it before, we're full swapping. And it works well, for them. So. And I mean, and we... We've learned it from there, but we, I mean, we have firsthand experience ourselves where you learn. You like, kind of like, learn as you go. You think go, you but, know your rules, yeah. but then it's not until something happens that's outside of them where you have to rethink and where we always say, where every swinger says communication is the big thing and, and negotiating and renegotiating and discussing and, and we're not okay with this. Why aren't we okay with it? I would say it, we've had, JB and I have had a lot of discussions and mm-hmm. it takes, it, it takes a lot of time. It takes and a lot, and a lot of glasses of wine with your partner sitting down. Well, actually, we don't drink wine, so for us, it's beer. But 
I was trying to suck it up a little. I well, but we like wine. We we we, we like we cheap wine. Like. But <laughs> anyway, it takes takes some liquoring up and some time spent with your partner and being open and honest. Well, but I I, I, I think rec- just kind of swallowing it, taking that leap, going to a party, but trying to identify some people so that you've got a familiar face. And as I know, I've mentioned before, it's important to at least I think it is, and I think I've forced you over over the years to co- sort of come around to to try to figure out why you feel a certain way. And yes, you've dragged me kicking and screaming along the way in you and your psychological things. Jealousy is going to come up. It's going to be an issue and there's going to be things where you're where that's why we have rules. That's why most couples have rules is because they know that certain things are just too far and we were a full we were a soft swap couple for a long time and then you know we've only just recently made a switch to full swap and we've only ever and we've actually only gone half swap but i think it's worthwhile to have those discussions where you try to figure out okay i don't feel comfortable with this why and i know firsthand that you know those sorts of thoughts I have a psychological or a psych. I have a psych background. <laughs> you do, do you? Yeah, yeah. Grammar, grammar. Uh, I don't have a degree in English, that's for sure. Um, but but delving in, delving into my to thinking about why I think certain things comes naturally to me, but it doesn't to you. And we've had to have those discussions where you. It's been tough for you to think to you know you know you feel a certain way, and that's that. But trying to dive down to that layer below is difficult to do. Yeah, I never like doing that. But it's it's definitely worthwhile. We I don't think if we wouldn't have had those conversations, we would have ever overcome to to be full. We we would have never made the decision to be full swap because we both neither one of us were okay for a while on full swapping. Mm-hmm. But when you when you think about it, what am I uncomfortable with? Then you have a place to, to work. Yeah. I mean, for a couple who's just getting started, that might be... Well, yeah. Maybe I'm going a little bit too far. I think so. But anyway... There, there, there are things that... They're considering what you're comfortable with and what you're not comfortable with and... That's a big part of it. Why yeah. you're not comfortable with those things. You know, that's... You should and think maybe about, start off stricter and then ease up on the belt. You should think about those things from the beginning. Yep. So... Why don't you take the next one from Pop and Lock So this 69. is also from Pop and Lock. After some conversations and, and some advice about going to a party, they uh, came back and said, we were talking and we would like some advice. When you go to parties and meet people, do you use your real names? As you've previously said, Cal and JB are your aliases. Oh, yes. the secret's out. Is the secret's out. Have we said that? I don't we... know. Secret's out now. Yeah, Cal and... Cal and JB are not our know. real names. Cal could be real. I think JB's obvious that it's not your... It's, it's a... I don't know. There's people who are named TJ and other things. It's at least initials. There's AJ. You would There's think people it who have initials as names. Yeah, so... Um... So anyway, cat's out of the bag. Yep. As you know, we are also using aliases. So what do you guys do? What do you recommend? Thank you for all your help. We truly appreciate it. So, whenever we've been in actual swinging events, we use our real names. Yeah, we've never... It's never even come up. We didn't even start using aliases until with the show. And and even now, we've kind of come to the conclusion that even for the show, we don't need it. Yeah, we don't need it, but it would be weird now... 28 episodes in to be like, okay, now I'm, I'm changing my name. I'm this name. I mean, yeah. we could, it would be easier and because then I, I mean, I, I, I have had to edit out name slips where I use your real name and we thought it was, we were, you know, we wanted to 
keep our anonymity. We were a little concerned. And it wasn't because we were concerned that people were going to figure out who we were in our real life. It was that we wanted to be able to be candid and open and honest and talk about the parties that we're at and talk about the people that we're playing with and not have to worry about them knowing who we are. And then we soon realized that our friends figured it out anyway. So. They figured it out, and we've learned how to be discreet where we might talk about an encounter we had, but we keep, you know, you don't have to divulge the details where, and you don't have to divulge the things that would make it, the, the couple that you were playing with have to worry about yeah. that we're going to talk about things. So we've learned how to do the show where we could use our real names now, but... We may or may not. I don't know. We, we, we probably won't. So it's Cal and JB, but in, 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 in real life, we definitely advocate using your real name. It's, it's, it's easier if you slip, then there's not this weird name confusion. We actually played with a couple that originally gave us aliases and, for a while, we were confused as to which ones was their alias and which one was the real name because, like, we had known them by the aliases through email for so long that when they dropped it on us, that that wasn't their actual names. We were confused, and yeah, it became kind of awkward. And then I, yeah, you lose. Tra- I mean, I mean, part of it is just keeping track, but you know, you lose track of like, oh, okay, what was their actual name? Or yeah, what was, was their- was their name Nick or or was their real name Steve? I don't remember which of the two it was. <laughs> you know, I was just like. What? Yeah, and, so that's our recommendation. But yeah, and I know that the the reason for using aliases is a concern that people will eventually link you back to your regular social life. And when I try to draw a straight line between the swinger who knows your first name and your career and your your church life or your community life, I there's no straight line there without people knowing your last name, knowing the city you're from, knowing exactly where you work, knowing your bosses or people that they'd have to communicate with. That line of sight just isn't there. Yeah, and most of, I mean, pretty much people people don't care about your last name. You know, they 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 know your first name. Mm-hmm. When, when you sign an email from SLS, you know, you sign it as you know so and so and so and so. You sign it as your name, and so, but you never really you don't sign your last. So nobody really cares about your last name. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a couple that we've known for years that we just in passing happen to come across their last name on a sign up sheet for something. Where we're like, oh, that's their last name. Didn't know. Didn't care. Doesn't matter. But as with the face pictures um, discussion, I do recognize that maybe there's people out there who it would be catastrophic if their names were to come out. And so I could see yeah. where there's cases where... And that's where you might want to protect yourself more and not play in your area. Yeah, play outside your area. Travel. Yeah. But we say be yourself, be a real person. Mm-hmm. And unlike our as fake As opposed to a podcast. fake person. <laughs> be a real person. Not like Pinocchio. So I think we have only a couple more here. So let's see here. What do we got? We've got one from Hidden Swing. And Hidden Swing says, First, I wanted to say how much I enjoyed your recent episode where you interviewed the couple that went to Desire and Hito. That was Phil and Linda. Yeah, the Phil and Linda episode, which we have definitely got some good feedback. You... Our audience definitely likes to hear about Desire, which who doesn't? It's the... It's It's sexy and It's the play place that speakers want to go to. And then they, they continue on with, I've listened to quite a few of your shows and enjoy them. But I'm a huge fan of the interview shows. So thanks for that feedback. Second, now I have so many questions. We have gone back and forth between going to Desire and Hito and Cruises. We really want to go on a lifestyle vacation. And honestly, we had just settled on going to Hito. But I didn't realize that single guys were allowed there. We are okay with single guys and play with them from time to time. But we aren't sure we want to deal with single guys for an entire week on an expensive vacation. However... 
My wife is worried about Desire because she wants to be nude morning to night if she wants to, and she believes that Desire only allows topless. Also, we have heard that the parties at Desire are usually older people and end around 10 or, 10 or 11. This is from friends we know who've been there. Keep up the great work, and if you don't mind forwarding on those questions, or if you know the answers, we'd really appreciate it. Did you actually forward this on to Phil and Linda? I did. Okay. Yep. So hopefully Phil and Linda, I know that we was... I just sent it like yesterday, even though we got this email weeks ago. <laughs> I was a slacker, and I did apologize to Hinswing for that, so... Well, I know you... you but res- I responded from our own You responded from our own experience, yeah. and, and, and we Phil can't and speak Linda about, can We can't speak about well. Hito, so I'm not even going to... To, to go into Hito, but as far as desire goes, number one, it's you all can lies. Be, Everything you it's, said, was- it's all nude. <laughs> yeah, it's all lies, 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 lies. Yeah. Uh, desire is completely nude for both men and women, and it's fantastic to be completely nude in the warm summer sun. But again, I do want to point out just very briefly that you don't have to. You can wear what you want. So those of you who are listening, don't think I oh I can't go because I don't oh, want. No, I don't, I don't have to. You could be. You can. There wear are some everything. hot women there who wear full bathing suit, and there are some not so hot women who. Go fully nude and men. The yeah, same. you can wear like, it. You can wear all anything. Walks of life. So if you if you want to go and don't want to be naked all the time, you can do that. But if you oh, want to yeah. go and you want to be who naked, wants, who wants to burn their peen? <laughs> if you do want to go and you want to be naked morning to night, bar barring eating, then you can, yeah, you can do. You that. absolutely can. And then the second thing about parties. Now I can only speak about the week that we were there, but when we were there, the parties were hopping. They were going until 2, 3, 4 in the morning. But you also recognize that people go there, you go there for a week. So the first couple of days you're there, maybe you're partying like a rock star until 2 or 3 or 4. But then you probably take a night or two off and maybe do have an earlier night at 10 or 11. But just because you and your man are having an earlier night doesn't mean everybody else is having an earlier night. So... You know, everyone kind of has to cycle through. You need your time to recover and to prep. But when we were there, I mean, that, the party was rocking at the dance club. Oh, yeah. Every night. Yeah, and definitely. So just some nights, some couples were there all night, and then they might take, you know, be there two, three, or four nights in a row till three or four in the morning, and then maybe take a night off, and then go back and party hardy until they were leaving. So. Mm-hmm. I second, or I, uh, I. You second that? <laughs> Man, I am off tonight. I am off. <laughs> that yeah, cold is starting for a loop. I agree with everything you're saying. So we have one last email, and it, surprisingly enough, is from Phil, from Phil and Linda. Their initial contact email, I thought we hadn't read it on the air. And Oh, this is before we interviewed them. Yeah, it was, so it was before we interviewed okay. them. Okay, little nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. This this episode is kind of all over the place in terms of when the emails came in. I, I should have been a little bit more organized in how I threw them together, at least by... Hey, at least they're here and we're having the episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely. So, <laughs> okay, right hey, then. <laughs> I'm I'm off tonight. I'm sorry, listeners. I'm a little off. Definitely off. <laughs> definitely, definitely. As long as you don't say that when we're having sex later. <clears throat> definitely, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Legendary. So, definitely. Dear Cal and JB, as regular listeners to your program, we suspect that congratulations are in order. We enjoyed listening to your podcast over the past months. I know that your baby was probably born very recently. We hope he is well and JB is too. They Indeed. were. Everything's fine. Everybody's doing great now. So yeah, it's it's crazy. He's he's almost five months. It's crazy. Time goes by quick. Yeah. Time goes by quick. So, as regular listeners will, we feel as though we know you very well, and yet, of course, we have never met. Although, now we have. And we know you quite well. <laughs> we do have several common friends who speak very highly of you. Amy and Derek from Behind Closed Doors, and others from where we live, just to name a few. We we think we mostly enjoy your podcast, not only because you are 
charismatic, charming, and well-informed. Well, thank you. <laughs> but also because we relate so much to you, in part because we have been to so many of the same parties that you describe, some even on the same night, like last year's Halloween party. Yeah, we had been to this the same Halloween party and mm-hmm. never and and we actually had met them. Yeah, we just no, didn't realize that nobody we'd met realized them before. that who we was had, who. <laughs> yeah, and we have been in a lifestyle about the same length of time. Understand how the memories and experiences just bubble up inside you, and like you, we really do enjoy the chance to tell our juicy stories. We truly sympathize with you and your struggle to stay true to your intention of presenting swinging topics, particularly when you are on a forced break. And as we know all too well with six kids of our own, you may find your participation in the swinging scene change for a little while. Therefore, a suggestion. We think you have the right idea to keep the titillating stories coming through guest interviews. Like you, we love Desire and have been there seven times in the past two years. Holy cow! We were 21-year-old Catholic virgins when we got married and had only known each other for 20 years when we stumbled and had known each other for 20 years when we stumbled on that place and it, and how it changed our lives. It's how we got into the lifestyle and always keeps us coming back for more. We just returned from our first trip to Hito two weeks ago and have all new experiences and comparisons too. Mostly, we just wanted to introduce ourselves and tell you to keep up the good work. Yours is by far our favorite podcast and a, and a very growing number of swinging blogs and podcasts. Thank you for the entertainment and insight, and we wish you well with your new son and hope to meet you at a future party or dance. Check and check. <laughs> Meeting new friends, especially fun, sexy ones, is what the lifestyle is really all about. That was a great ending for our that was a great last email actually i think you had them in perfect order <laughs> it was it was it worked out very well and yeah we as as i hope all our listeners have if you listen to the interview our episode 27 the interview with phil and linda they're an awesome couple and they have such awesome insight about swinging and travel and desire and, versus and re- keto religion and, and kids and lifestyle yeah, like they, they have a very rich and interesting perspective on the lifestyle. So thank you, Phil, for that email. We appreciate it. And you you and Linda are truly an, an amazing couple, and we uh, treasure our friendship with you guys. Yep, definitely. So, <laughs> oh, man, I don't, what, is, what is up? A resounding definitely. <laughs> uh. So with that, I think we'll definitely wrap up the show. <laughs> you can uh, reach us at our email, which is swingingaround at gmail.com. No G at the end of swinging. We're on Twitter, just swinging around. No G at the end of swinging. You can like us on Facebook. As usual, find us on iTunes or Stitcher or any of your other RSS feeds. And please give us some ratings. Send us some feedback. We'd love to get your comments and your feedback. And also, our new phone number is 415-7-SWING-7. So if emailing's not your thing, why not send us a sexy little voice commentary? Oh, and I guarantee if you send us, if you take the time to actually send us a voicemail, we will definitely play it, unless you ask us not to, but it's a surefire way to get your awesome, sexy voices on the show. Most definitely. (laughs) So with that, all I have to say is stay sexy and definitely stay swinging. (laughs) 